Hey, what is up, everyone? Welcome to the Crack House Chronicles. I am Donnie, your host, and with me is a man who would really like a nice sweater for Christmas, but will settle for a decent moaner or screamer. It's Dale. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, buddy. I do like a nice sweater. Yep. Or a screamer. <laughs> or a moaner. <laughs> or a sweater. <laughs> yeah, we'll just go with sweater. <laughs> a nice sweater. Oh, Lord, what's going on? <laughs> oh, man. I'm ready to record an episode, bud. Yeah, it's been a while. Yep, that's good. Yeah, we had to take a break from life. That's it. <laughs> you got any good shout-outs for us or any kind of thing you want to talk about first? Uh, I don't have much shout-outs now, but I do want to – well, I guess it is a shout-out. I'm going to give a shout-out to uh, Michelle Brown, uh, Instagram follower, who suggested uh, we do this episode, so we're going to do this one for her. All right. So uh, anytime you guys got suggestions or anything, shoot it to us, and we'll look it over. Thank you, Michelle, for this suggestion. All right, then. And we want to remind everybody to, you know, if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, click that five-star button. Yep. Rate and review. Five. Yes, it really, I promise, it helps us out a whole lot. It helps boost our ratings and gets us to the top of the top of the food chain. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast chain. Whatever. Yep. And it, for all you YouTube subscribers, you know, if you listen on YouTube, click that notification bell. Yeah, subscribe. Give, yeah, please subscribe do. and give us a, a rating <coughs> on there too. Give us a comment. Yeah, and if you have a case suggestion, uh, go to our Facebook page, leave us a message there. You can go to our website, and send us an email from there. Our Instagram. Yep. However you want. However you want. Yep. yep. Just let us know what you think. Yep. And also check out the store page. Yeah, please. Yeah, there's some shirts and masks and mugs and. You can get you something nice for Christmas if you hurry up. And stickers. Yeah. Some good stuff. All right, Dale. I'll just drop by and say hey. We yeah. Don't, we don't care. That's the last time I'm going to say your name. Okay. <laughs> Dale, I'm not going to say your name anymore. Okay, Dale. All right, dude. All right. All right, dude. All right. We're going to get into our episode, <clears throat> bud. All right. Chill out. And, thi- and this is the disappearance of Haley Cummings. Haley Ann Marie. Yep. She was a five-year-old little girl that went missing from Satsuma, Florida. Easy for you to say. Yeah. And this was on February the 9th, 2009. And just a little bit of background on Haley. She was born on August 17th, 2003. And if she were alive today, we don't know if she's alive, dead or alive, but she would be 17 years old today. Mm -hmm. All right. Our story begins on February the 9th, 2009. And this was when Haley and her little brother that went by Junior. Yeah. But his name was Ronald Cummings Jr. That's a good reason to call him Junior. Yeah. They were staying with uh, their babysitter, a.k.a. living girlfriend of their father. Yeah. And his name was Ronald Cummings. Uh, Imagine that. (laughs) Yeah, because he's a senior. His full name was Ronald LaMiles Cummings. L-E-M-Y-L-E-S. That's, yes. That's a new one on me. Now, I've never heard that name before. Must be a Florida thing. It must be. I don't know. Anyway. But yeah, like I said, they were from Satsuma, Florida. And they lived at 202 Green Lane, and this is in southern Putnam County down there in Florida. Now, what had happened was <laughs> Ronald, the you dad. start a story off like that. It's never good. <laughs> what? See, what had happened was. Yeah. Yeah. It, this one time in Florida. <laughs> now, Ronald had to go to work. He was working for PDM Bridge Company there in uh, Palatka, Florida. Yeah. I guess that's near Satsuma. Yeah, 20 minutes out, I think. Yeah. His uh, girlfriend, Misty, was in charge of the kids. Misty slash girlfriend slash babysitter. Yeah. She was watching the kids. Now, Ronald at the time, he was 25. Yes. And Misty was only 17. Right. And living girlfriend. They've been together about three months, I think. Yeah. As far as being a couple. But she was uh, babysitting <clears throat> the kids that night while he was working. Correct. And she put the kids to bed around 8 o'clock. That's when they usually went to bed. They let them, She let them watch a little TV and then go to bed around 8 o'clock. Yeah, 8, 8.30, I think she said. Yeah. And according to Misty, she did some house cleaning and laundry and a few different things. And she went to bed around 10 p.m. Now, their home was a single-wide trailer, and it yeah. wasn't very big. Mobile home. Mobile home. It was a trailer. Yeah. 
and she the bedroom they shared a bedroom they all slept in the master bedroom i think it was a queen size mattress on the floor that's what it looked like i've seen pictures of it yeah and then there was a other small mattress on the floor where uh it was very small. I don't yeah. even think it was a twin. Was it was more like a like a crib mattress look? Maybe. Could have been and hard to tell from the photo. And that's where Haley slept. Yes, but they all stayed in this in the same room. Yeah, and there was a master bathroom off of the the bedroom there. Yeah, but that's gonna come into play just a little bit later mm-hmm. here shortly. But yeah, she put him to bed about eight o'clock, and Misty had done some housework and um, went to bed a couple hours later. And she got up around 3 a.m. And she said she had to go to the bathroom, but she noticed that there was a light on in the kitchen. Right. But she didn't make it to the bathroom. There's been different accounts of this, Dale, where she said that she was going to get a drink of water. There's a whole lot of different accounts of a whole lot of different stuff in the story. Misty changes her story quite a bit. And I said your name again. All right. Ding. But she goes into the kitchen, notices the light on. Right. And noticed that the back door was propped open. Yeah. With a cinder block. Cinder block. Yeah. And she goes back to the bedroom and notices that Haley is missing. Yep. She all, is, all this is her account of what happened. Yeah, this is her account. Okay. And notice that Haley is gone. But uh, Ronald Jr., that we're just going to, I guess we're just going to call him Jr., he was sleeping in the bed with Misty at the time. Right. But he was still there laying in the bed. But Haley was gone. Right. For some reason, I don't know why, but it takes 30 minutes for them to report her missing to the authorities. Well, she knew that uh, Ronald was getting off work about 3 o'clock. And she'd tried calling him a couple times. Yeah. But they had been into a fight earlier in the day and uh, before he left to go to work. She didn't want to watch the kids on this particular night. And, yeah. uh, for I don't think stu- anybody wanted to watch the kids that night. <clears throat> no, they didn't. And then just some, getting some stuff that happened the previous weekend anyway. But on this night, she didn't really want to watch the kids. And he's like, you got to watch the kids. And his mom didn't want to watch the kids. And she was going to pay Misty to do it. So anyway, Misty eventually said that she would do it and not take no money because, you know, she's just trying to be good. But anyway. Yeah. So he left to go to work. And uh, he was getting off at 3. But she tried calling him and he didn't answer. Oh, yeah. That was my point. And they had gotten into it. And she got mad and turned her phone off. I guess so she wouldn't have to talk to him. Yeah, and he tried to call her 20-something times while he was at work. Yeah. And all this has been... Uh, it's been proven. Yeah, phone records. Back to phone records that he had, and none of them were answered, so whatever. So mm-hmm. she can say what she wants to, but he, he was trying to call her 20-something times while he was at work. Yeah. When Ronald was trying to call um, Misty all those times, he ended up calling her brother and uh, asking him if he would go by and check on her and his kids and see what's going on because he couldn't get a hold of her and he was right. getting worried. And uh, he said that he went by there and knocked on the door and there was no lights on. Nobody came to the door, so he was saying nobody was home. But now whether it wasn't home or if they were already asleep, who knows? But that was the, what he told him. Mm-hmm. It was a long way around to say that. But anyway, so anyway, he's on his way home. Time he gets home, and that's when uh, about thirty minutes. This was about three thirty a.m. Yeah, on February the tenth. And I think I guess she does. Maybe maybe she was looking for her. Maybe she was outside. Maybe she was looking everywhere. Or maybe she was mm-hmm. just waiting for him to get home and tell him. Or who knows? Yeah. We don't really know what happened there. Yeah. But anyway, somewhere between 3 o'clock and then 3.30 is when I think she finally. Yeah, this was at 3.30 a.m., Haley is reported missing to the Putnam County Sheriff's Office. And like I said, this was soon after Ronald Cummins gets home from his job at the PDM Bridge in Palatka. Now, we've got that 911 call, Dale. And I've, I've listened to it several times. I mean, several times. It's hard to understand. Misty is not the brightest crayon in the tool shed. Well, she does have a sixth grade education. Sixth grade. Yeah, and that's true. She quit school in sixth grade, so she's got a sixth grade education, and she's only 17 years old. Mm. She's pretty frazzled. This kid's missing. And then you can hear uh, Ronald in the background, and uh, he's uh, he's flipping out a little bit. Yeah, he's got some... Issues, anger issues, I think. Yeah. All right. We got that 911 call right here. All right. Play it. I just woke up and our back door was going open and we can't find our daughter. Can't find what? Our daughter. Okay. What's your address? Um, Green Lane. What is that mean? What's the numerical? The numerical. What's that? The, the number? Green Lane? Yes. 
Okay, when did you last see her? Um, we were just, like, you know, it was about 10 o'clock. We were, she was sleeping, like, she was cleaning. Okay, how old is your daughter? She's five. Okay, what was she what, last seen wearing? Ma'am? She was in her pajamas. We were sleeping. Okay, all right. You said your back door was wide open? Yeah, it was brick. Like, it was a brick on the floor. Like, when I went to sleep, the door was not like that. Okay, the back it's door... Listen to me. Your back door was wide open. What are you talking about, a brick? Yes. What, what is the brick? It's on the back door on the, on the stairs. Like, we have, like, a walkway. Uh-huh. And there was a brick laying there? Yes, it's still there. They are. Wait, we got them coming. Tell them we got them coming. They're coming. Okay, what's the color of your house, ma'am? It's blue. It's blue? Okay. Okay, what... What does she look like? How tall is she? Give me some description of her. Oh, she has, like, like long hair, curly, like, curls. Long, curled, what, what color? Oh, um, she's white. Okay, what and color is she? Brown hair? Brown hair? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's okay, how tall is she about? Or how much does she weigh? Do you know that? Huh? About how tall or how much does she weigh? Like, four or something, like, I don't know, like, she's not that tall. Okay, wait, tell, tell your husband we got him coming, okay? Okay. How much does she weigh, do you know? Huh? How much does she weigh? Um, like, 40, 50 pounds, 60 pounds. 40 to 60 pounds? Yeah. Okay, let me get your name and phone number. My name is... Okay, was your was your back door locked? Do you know? Yes, the back door always stays locked. Okay, let me speak to him. So he's coming. Okay, let me speak to him. So he's coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just got home from work. My five-year-old daughter is gone. I need okay. somebody to be here now. Okay. I'm listen telling to me. you. Listen to me. Listen to me. We got two officers. If I find whoever has my daughter before y'all do, I'm killing them. I don't care. Uh, okay, I'm going to rest okay. my life in prison. I'm telling you, you can put it on record, and I don't care. Okay, it's okay, sir. We got him on the way. Okay, can you give me any, what kind of description of her pajamas that she was wearing? Okay, sir, we got him coming, okay? Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna get that. Okay, well, tell them we understand. We need to get her date of birth. What's her date of birth? 
Listen to that call. There's a lot of things going on there. A whole lot. Yeah. Uh, Misty is losing it. Yeah. She's out of control. Uh, like like we said, she only has a sixth grade education. And Ronald is flipping out. Cussing. He's going to kill anybody that's taking his kid. Yeah. Bad man. Yeah. You know. And, and it's kind of funny how he goes right to that. Yeah. He automatically assumes somebody's taking his kid. Yeah. But, you know, I guess if, you know, they're pretty animate that that door's always locked, you know, with a deadbolt. Yeah. And then it's propped open with a cinder block. Mm-hmm. And that cinder block is going to weigh as more, as much or more than Haley weighed. Yeah. So and there's, she, she couldn't reach the deadbolts. Or there's no way the hell did she done it. So they're saying that somebody came in, got Haley, and propped that door open and left. <laughs> <laughs> and Haley no, there's no marks on the door either Haley was small oh yeah and the reason Dale for her she was actually what like 30 inches tall and weighed 40 pounds yeah yeah, about 40 pounds but the reason she was so small was uh, she had Turner's Syndrome yes and just a little bit of background you can go into deep, deep stuff on Turner's Syndrome but just basically you know anybody don't know what it is it's a condition that affects only females and it results when one of the x chromosomes is missing or partially missing yes and turner syndrome can cause a variety of medical and developmental problems including short height uh, failure of the ovaries to develop and even heart defects right and turner syndrome may be diagnosed before birth and during pregnancy or in early childhood occasionally in females with mild signs of and symptoms of Turner syndrome, the diagnosis is even delayed until teen or adult years because, you know, they they don't go through puberty. Right. There's a lot of there's a lot of symptoms, and Haley, we don't know the the full extent of her conditions. Right. No. But it was been reported that she did have to see a doctor pretty regularly. Yeah, taking like hormones shots and stuff. Okay, I think she was a little bit developmentally delayed uh, low iq too yeah so we don't know the full extent but well really no that's got anything to do with this no but, but that's just, just a, little, a little background a little bit on Haley, right you know how special of a kid she really was yeah all right getting back to the to the to the call yeah to the call ronald is flipping out he's oh, gonna yeah. he's gonna kill any mf it takes his his kid and he don't care you can put that on the recording he'll go to he ain't scared of prison he ain't scared Mm-mm. Mm-mm. not no. at all i think uh and he will hang up on the operator at least twice yes <laughs> mm-hmm. what the hell he don't care about no date of birth no <laughs> no he don't care none about that but that just that, we we played that full 911 to sort of set the tone of what we're dealing with and what these people are like dale now you know i mean i'm we laugh at it but really you know if you if you got off work and you came home you know i mean let's say middle night but i mean i don't work at night but if i came home and you know my girlfriend or whoever was watching the kids and one's missing and i walk in the door and that's the first thing he tells me i'm going to probably have a flip out too i mean i'm probably not going to go straight to i'm killing whoever's got my kid but i'm gonna be pretty distraught (laughs) you know now and then if somebody had my kid then i'm probably going to be right there with him but yeah but i don't think that's the first first thing you think you know mm-hmm. you're like wait where did you look what's going on you know but he just goes straight into flip out mode because 
if you look at the timeline, by the time he gets home and the time they call, he hadn't really had time to talk to her about what's going on, Zephyr. You need to call somebody and get him out here now. That's mm-hmm. basically, I, I assume that's basically all I've had time to do now. And he's just walking around the house. I mean, he may be going in and out of the rooms because he's, he's loud sometimes and he's not, you know, as, as audible other times. But he's, you know, he's not as uh, as audible other times. So he could be going in and out of rooms looking himself. But mm-hmm. you know, we don't really know. It's just a call. Yeah, but when the police get there, they find no sign of forced entry into that trailer. No. None. Like you said, I would have been outside hollering for my kid. Yeah. You know, did she walk out? Did she she outside somewhere she hiding is she you know something yeah you know because you know he did say he had a building out there it could be anywhere out there and if you look where this place was it was kind of like in a like a trailer park a really big one but it's also off to itself and was kind of in a wooded corner of it so yeah it wasn't really surrounded by houses either it was really around a lot of woods around it you know by the way the we when we put up the address on uh google earth so she could have been almost anywhere really mm-hmm. so yeah i would have been i would have been a flip out but i'd been looking and looking hard and if somebody would have taken her they could have gotten the woods real quick yeah out of sight right but you know she's talking about how short she was and, and small in stature and, and there's no way that she could unlock that deadbolt by herself it was locked yeah and like you said they never used that back door anyway right that door was never used according to ronald and misty right that's just uh, some stuff we brought up. Yeah, I seen one time Strange. where he said he wasn't in, never even in the backyard unless he was washing his car or something. So I guess I don't know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's really weird that they were both adamant that that door is always locked, but yet here it is open in the screen door and the regular door propped open with a cement block. Mm-hmm. So something ain't right. Nope. All right, Dale, the next morning, a nationwide Amber Alert was issued for Haley and Marie Cummings. And Misty, in the 911 call, she described what Haley was wearing. And it was a pink shirt. But I think it was a well, – she even said it was a pink Hannah Montana shirt. Yeah. But it was later found that that shirt was in the dirty clothes or the dryer or something. Right. She well, wasn't even wearing that shirt that she said she was wearing. So it was kind of weird because, you know, in the call, she was pretty adamant about uh, cleaning and doing laundry. And yeah. And why she stayed up later. And later it was even discovered that there was no laundry detergent in the house. Yeah. But so I don't know during during whatever went on. So I guess maybe this shirt got lost in the laundry, and they found it. Good man. Now it was either there was two two different things I heard. It was either in a laundry pile or it was in the washing machine itself. And I heard both ways, so I don't know actually where it was. But during this nine one one call, they kept trying to justify what they were what they had been doing. Like I was doing laundry, I got up to go to the bathroom right you know she which put, don't make no sense either no but you know there was another she also said she was getting up and get a drink of water because that's probably after later they's like well why the hell did you even go out of the bedroom there's a bathroom in there yeah so it was like ooh, i didn't think about that mm-hmm. I don't know. and then ronald comes home and said i just got off work yeah i was at work yeah establishing that alibi pretty much hmm. yeah yeah he's a lot about this case bothers me yeah and I'd actually when uh, when Michelle suggested this, I didn't I didn't put it together, but I remember now watching a lot of this on Nancy Grace from years ago. But it was on just about the same time as the uh, uh, Kaylee Anthony. But let's just uh, get a little background too on Ronald and Misty. Now Ronald was married to when he was married to Haley and Ronald Jr.'s mother. Her name was Crystal Sheffield, and they were divorced. But Ronald had custody of these two kids right and it's been reported that the reason he had custody one of them was that crystal didn't show up for court right uh, another one was that she didn't have a job and or insurance and and even strung out on drugs yeah if you can say is everything from that to being on drugs and then just uh not taking uh haley to her doctor's appointments and just being not a very good mother so, but so the, then again, there's 15 different stories for, for that yeah. too. And and after hearing Ronald on the 911 call, yeah, he was the better parent. It had custody. <laughs> Gosh. Imagine that. Yeah, these, these kids didn't get a chance. No, it re- been reported that Ronald had custody because he had a job with insurance. Right, he could cover the kids. Yeah, yeah. But Crystal did get 
uh, every other weekend visitations with their two kids. Correct. Yeah. But the way um, Ronald and Misty met, they he actually met her at a bus stop. Yeah. Well, what had happened is, um, from what we've seen, he had had a kid from a previous relationship. Okay. And apparently Misty was babysitting for this lady, and I don't know what her name is. I don't know if I remember if I even heard it. But anyway, she didn't think that this lady was doing such a great job uh, with the with the child. So she reportedly hunted Ronald down, and she knew he would be at the bus stop with uh, with the kids. So mm-hmm. she went to, the, to uh, basically go tell on her. Yeah. And uh, that's how they met. Yeah. And he hired her as a babysitter. Yeah, ended up, her in. yeah he ended up hiring her as his babysitter. And then I don't know how long it took, but then they became involved. Yeah. They became involved when Misty was 17. Yes. Yeah. He waited until she was a little bit older. Yeah. Yeah. But now, shortly after Ronald got home from work, his mother showed up there at the house. Yeah, very very quickly. Yeah, well, like within five minutes. Yeah, which is strange to everybody. And she lived like 15 miles away. Or farther, depending on which the story here. Yeah. And she was notified and said she drove like grease lightning to get there, but she'd had to drive 200 mile an hour to get there after <laughs> she even reported that she found out about Haley being missing. Right. And she showed up with a 8 by 10 photo. So you think maybe he called her before they called to 911? That's, that's crazy. I mean, it makes me wonder, did he know that Haley was gone before he got home? Right. I don't know, because, you know, there is uh, footage of him pulling into a gas station on the way home, getting some beer and some peanuts or something, I think. You know, because... So, Priorities. So, well, you know, they're just uh, like a regular day out getting off work, you know, and, yeah. then, and going home and no signs of nothing weird going on. So I don't know if he knew or not till he got home. That's true. But anyway, his mother showed up at the house like five minutes after she found out. And with an 8 by 10 photo. Yeah, that was really odd. Yeah. But, you know, after listening to Ronald talk, you know, he probably didn't have an 8 by 10 photo of his kid anyway. Yeah, probably true. But yeah. why was she, I don't know. It'd be For her to say she was so flipped out that she was Dale Earnhardt get down there, you know, why do you think she would have the, you know, to whatever you say, whatever the word is here. Intuition. Yeah, that one. To, to go grab a, a photo and bring it with you. Who would have thought? Who would have thought that? I don't. I wouldn't. I've been getting my butt down there to right. find out where my grandkid is. Yeah, because it's like he already knew she's gone. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, crazy. So there's lots of this story. This uh, this is just really odd. Yeah. Now, 4 p.m. Dale, the next day, the Putnam County Sheriff's Office declared the case an abduction, but there's no evidence around the house that would lead anyone to believe that Haley wandered away from the house. Right. And just a little bit of background on this house. There was a former preacher that lived in that home. Right. And he even complained to the landlord about the floors. Being really squeaky. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, terribly squeaky. Enough to wake you up and be walking around in the house. So why, you know, if somebody came in to abduct Haley, you'd think she would have heard it. Well, you'd think they'd have heard it when you come in the bedroom and get her out of the bed with you, too. Right there in the same room, yeah. And it's like we're talking about a single wide trailer. So this this room, we got I've got a picture of this this bedroom, yeah. And it's uh it's not very big, no. No, and then the mattresses they're on the floor, not yeah. even on they're they're not like beds on stands. It's they're just not on frames on the at floor. all, right? Yeah, they're just but they're in separate corners, you know. And you know, and there's two different stories. One where she said that uh they were actually all in the bed together, and then the other one was that Haley was in the little bed by herself, but. That one you can kind of overlook because it could be they went to bed together or whatever, and then maybe she woke up and got mm-hmm. in her own bed. Who knows about that, but it just, I don't know. You would think if somebody come in and grab a kid out of the same room you're in, you would know it. Yeah. But let's talk about the reason Ronald and Misty were in an arguing argument that night. Okay. The weekend before, Misty had went on a drug, drug binge. And yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, and she was hanging out with a guy by the name of 
Gregory Page. Gregory Page. And he was biracial. Yeah, and he was known to his friends as White Boy Greg. Good name. Yeah, whatever. Very original. (laughs) Yeah. And they were doing drugs and having sex. uh, So, yeah, Ronald got mad. Yeah, I'm sure he's a little ill about that. Yeah. And And I figure that's probably another reason she didn't really want to watch the kids, knowing that Ronald had to go to work. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just putting that out there. Yeah. But they had interviewed several people. Because this was a what? We're missing missing on a Tuesday night, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so that's weekend before. That's when she was on the drug bench. Yeah, she had been gone and, yeah, doing doing some stuff. So even even on Tuesday, she probably didn't feel like watching kids. No. After being strung out. But uh, several people were interviewed, and even uh, Haley's younger brother, Ronald Jr., was even questioned. He was... Four years old at the time. Three. Okay, I'm sorry. He was three, about to turn four. Yes. Yeah, just like a few weeks or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He was even, uh, they even asked him some questions, and he even told investigators that he saw a man dressed in black come into the home. Sure did. And take his sister. Take his sister. Yep. And he also even told him that uh, he saw the couch bouncing. Said he heard what, some squeaky couch or something. Yeah, <laughs> they heard the couch bouncing. Or yeah, like the couch was bouncing. Yeah, something's, something's going on. Yeah. There's so much shit to this case, I'm sorry. So I, I'm saying that maybe White Boy Greg was over there that night and they were on the couch. So you think maybe, maybe she waited for Ronald to go to work? It's very possible. And then White Boy Greg coming visiting. Yeah. And then so she put the kids to bed early and then. Maybe maybe Haley wasn't sleeping. Very possible. Or Ronald Jr. wasn't sleeping. <sighs> yeah. He definitely wasn't. Mm-mm. But they didn't really believe nothing he said because he's three. So. Yeah, they didn't take it too seriously. Right. All right, the next day after Haley went missing, there were more than 130 officers from at least 10 counties, state and federal law enforcement agencies, searching for Haley Cummins. And they converged on Satsuma, Florida, and... The population of Satsuma is about 5,500, and it's about 10 miles south of Palatka. And just to note, just in this small area of uh, Satsuma, there are 44 registered sex offenders in this small area. Yeah, within a five-mile radius. Yes. 44. 44. Yes. And they did question every one of these registered sex offenders. Yep. And none of them... Well, they uh, questioned or cleared them all. Yeah. During the search, you know, they brought in helicopters and they even had uh, somebody at the prison that would, that they had a, a contact with that brought out some bloodhounds to help with the search. Even had boats and they were searching the water because the water, it's really close to where they are. It's about 300 yards to where their trailer was. Right through the woods. Yeah, to the St. John's River. So they brought out uh, the dogs and helicopters looking and actually one of the hounds did hit on a a scent they did uh find uh, a child's footprint kind of in the woods but they said that you know her shoes were still in the house but but then uh, a dog did hit on a scent and then run all the way down to the river Mm -hmm. but when they got they searched but they didn't find nothing down there on february the 11th 2009 the search continues for haley with about 150 officers and 20 law enforcement agencies so it 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 ramped up yep they were people coming in from everywhere yeah getting the word out you know and that same day uh divers even checked the saint john's river yeah like there was the dogs had hit yeah, yeah and see if they could find anything divers had jumped in that river trying to find something you know and there's a lot of talk about down there around where where this was is where all the local people would always throw their uh the deer carcasses out down there and it was a pretty high uh, population of alligators in this area as well mm-hmm. so it's very possible it could have been yeah if something would happen like that it wouldn't it wouldn't have took no time mm-hmm. but like we said ronald cummings he had primary custody of haley and yes. ronald jr and but he began to dispute the ideas of haley's disappearance as you know anything to do with custody yeah you know, because, you know, like I said, Crystal got the kids every other weekend. Right. And I guess, you know, people were saying that because usually, you know, when uh, and, uh, abductions is usually somebody related, you know, more more so as a parent than a stranger would abduct it. Exactly. Whatever I'm trying to say. Yeah. He, he didn't think it was that was the case here. And uh, at the time, there was a Texas-based EcuSearch 
And this is founded by a guy named Tim Miller. He had a, a daughter that went missing. So he's got a big search company right. that helps find missing people. And they even came and mounted a search and a recovery team and tried to help. And volunteers. And nothing. Yeah, they ain't getting nothing. Now, they did get, uh, just to back up a little bit, during this time when Haley went missing, there was another case going on in Florida. Yeah. And this was uh, Kaylee Anthony. Right. During this same time. And when Haley went missing, just shortly after, Kaylee Anthony's body was found. So it was just right in that same timeline. Yeah. I think it was like near right when they were doing the services and stuff for her is when this happened because when so much media was already in the area. Mm -hmm. But uh, Haley Cummings is the one we're talking about. She didn't get that much exposure to time because of Kaylee Anthony. Right. And even the relatives of Kaylee, the George Anthony, he was a grandfather. Uh, They even offered support came in but they refused any kind of support yeah. from him and that's it's strange to me it, it, you know turned down support but i guess he just didn't want to be linked to that case yeah anything with you know it has a lot of similarities in a way but it does but you know i, I can see you know them putting similarities between it and well you know they kind of know what it's going through yep and at this time too the crime stoppers they offer a thousand dollar reward for information and the bounty hunter who worked on Kaylee Anthony's case offered twenty five thousand yep. reward if Haley was found. Right. So that's, that's a lot of money on the table right there to get this kid back. Now, just a few days later, on February thirteenth, two thousand nine, investigators did find several items of interest during a fresh search of the area. They never tell what that is. No, trust me, damn crazy. No, but they you know, still and, don't know what it is. But they or what it was. They did say they were announced. Well, they're doing more investigation and announce who will conduct more interviews of relatives and others, including re-interviews and polygraph tests. Now, let's get into some polygraph tests. Misty took polygraph tests. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she says that she passed the polygraph test. Yeah, both of them said they passed. But Misty failed miserably. Every time. Every time. Even to the questions of, do you know who took Haley? Right. So she, the only one I think that passed the test was uh, White Boy Greg. He was cleared pretty quickly of having anything to do with it. You know, he he seemed pretty genuine in his answers, even though he was doing drugs with her and having sex with her. You know, as far as having anything to do with Haley gone, I don't think, you know, they pretty much ruled him out. Misty had an older brother named Hank Thomas Croslin Jr., but he went by Tommy. Yeah. And they had a cousin named Joe Overstreet, and Joe was in from Tennessee. Right. And he just happened to be there that day that um, Haley went missing. What a coincidence. Yeah. I don't know what exactly happened, but he went back that that night after she went missing. Yeah. Now, it said, you know, he had been in town visiting some family, and he actually was there's a photo of somewhere of him that i've heard about i hadn't seen it with one of them and he was helped putting up a flyer but he left later that day to go back to tennessee but they're saying that you know he was he was actually scheduled to go back on this day it wasn't mm-hmm. just he just 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 left town you know yeah but uh missy even claimed that uh this joe overstreet her cousin even sexually abused her when she was a child right and claimed that he was a sexual predator or, or a sex offender but there was no evidence of that. He didn't have any record of anything like it. He had a lot of other arrests and criminal background, but nothing in a sexual nature at all. Right. But it's just kind of funny that he leaves that same night that he she went goes back. And then later, I think, the Texas did fly up there and talk to him. Yeah. And uh, they didn't uh, find out anything or find yeah, out he was connected. No way that they could find out. Nothing was even brought on by that. Right. Yeah. But now, Tommy, that's... Uh, Misty's brother, he was the first to accuse Joe Overstreet of kidnapping. Yeah. It had been reported that Overstreet planned to steal a machine gun from uh, Ronald's trailer. Right. And when he couldn't find it, that's when he threatened Missy, Misty with a knife and took Haley. Which makes no damn sense Mm-mm. to me. And uh, Joe Overstreet and Tommy drove 
to the St. John's River and five miles from Haley's home and Overstreet threw Haley in the water. And Misty affirmed, later affirmed this statement saying that she had lied earlier because she was afraid of her cousin. No, so they was accusing Joe Overstreet of this, yeah. taking Haley. Yeah, but in that may have happened, but it doesn't make sense to me why if you they can't find a gun, so I'm taking your kid. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. None at all. But you know, some things. One thing we failed to mention on this, this this whole family, everybody involved, everybody at one point or another is strung out on drugs. Yeah, everybody is. This a, must have been the pill popping capital of Florida. Everybody has a criminal background. Uh, Haley's dad has been arrested many times. They all have a criminal background. Hell, Misty's dad's been arrested many times. Yeah, so it's it's not a good environment for any any kid. Just about a month after Haley went missing. They still hadn't found out nothing. No. Ronald uh, proposes marriage to Misty. And she's still 17, but he had to get the parents' permission to marry her. Right. And they got married in March. Yeah. And it's, They went to Chili's. They must have been feeling romantic. That's romantic. Chili's. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so he, uh, he proposed marriage to her at Chili's restaurant. Yep. That's, that's very, very nice. <laughs> and they were married. And they wanted to get married there at that local church, but they wouldn't allow it. No. They didn't approve of this, this union at all. No. So they got married in another residence backyard, right. trailer backyard. Well, you know. It was a quick choice, you know. Yeah, quick ceremony. Yeah. And the, de- the next day, they were flown to New York to be on the uh, Today Show. So this is weird. This is very weird. The next day. Yeah. And... They were interviewed by Meredith Vieira yep. on the Today Show. Now, his mama, his mama went with him, didn't she? Yeah, she went with him. And they were out on the town taking pictures, having a good old big time. Yeah, a month after she's gone. Yeah. And um, they were really questioned hard about why they got married. Right. Well, what was the motive? And, and Ronald kept saying, you know, they're focusing on their marriage instead of focusing on trying to find Haley. He was saying what happened in their personal life ain't none nobody's business. And yeah. I can imagine him saying that, you know, like when you hear him on the 911 call, how he was talking. So. Mm-hmm. But, yep. you know, and then her mom was saying, well, they, they've been wanting to do this for a while, so I thought I'd go ahead and give permission. But, hell, they hadn't known each other mm-hmm. in two months. Yep. <laughs> I mean, yep. And well, three months, three, four, four, four or five months here. And they, they even said that's what Haley would have wanted them to do. Right. To get it looks like to me they're just trying to cover their ass. On, yeah, because some people think that, you know, if they're a married couple, you know, if they go to court, they don't have to testify against each other. Right. But that's not the case. Yeah, I'm sure they didn't look at it. No. So that's what I figured now, you know. I think, well, in Florida anyway, right. you can still testify against your spouse. But I don't know. It, it didn't really make sense why, but anyway. No. Mm-mm. They did. But they, yeah, they got married. Now, on March the 17th, 2009, the Crystal Sheffield, this is Haley's mother, family and friends, they announced that they're going to open a headquarters called Haley Bug Headquarters because that's what they called Haley. It was like a nickname. Yeah. Where Crystal can stay and remain near the location where Haley was last seen. And they took donations to help the search and they were collected at the building and where they could te- collect tips and anything like that. Tips is in news. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tips and news. And on March the 20th, both of Haley's parents announced that they were being represented by attorneys. Now, I think one of the attorneys who was uh, representing uh, Ronald was doing it pro bono just for the publicity, but they refused to uh, represent Misty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of these attorneys, they kept saying that Misty is the key to the whole finding Haley. Well, she's got to be. She's the last one to see her. Yeah, last one to see her. And with 10 different stories in a, a weird, seemed to be staged crime scene. Mm-hmm. And it makes me wonder about that cinder block, you know, why it was propped open, why it propped up the door. Were they, what were they, it's almost like people are clearing the house out. Yeah. Well, yeah. why would she leave it? I don't know. It, well, I mean, why would her sixth grade brain tell her that this is a good idea to, to prop the door open like somebody had to prop? You mean the girl was tiny? You don't need to prop a door open like uh-uh. 
carrying a refrigerator out of the The house. same person that says, I've been doing laundry and I don't have laundry detergent. <laughs> I guess. You know, made it, I, guess it, it, I guess it looked good. Hey, there's a brick here. Yeah. Somebody prop the door open. Yeah, no, this makes sense. To no, me. it don't make any sense at all. Now, moving just a little bit forward, Misty, her brother Tommy, and Ronald, they were arrested a little bit later on unrelated drug charges and trafficking. This was in January of 2010, along with uh, Ronald's cousin, Hope Sykes, and a friend named Donna Michelle Brock. And they all pleaded guilty, and Misty pleaded no contest. Yeah. And the defendants, except Misty, were sentenced to 15 years in prison, and Misty got 25 years. Right. We said that when she went in to plead no contest, that she told the judge that that uh, they told her that she was underage and she wasn't going to get in that much trouble. And, uh, if she, she, she'd get, uh, like, uh, youth charges or something. Yeah, and said that, uh, you know, she knew she, what she was doing was illegal, but she wouldn't get caught if they wasn't watching her for for the the Haley stuff. Mm-hmm. But, so he wasn't impressed. Yeah. And then she said, you know, she was also kind of tricked that if she would have took that, they were going to give her, you know, a lot less time. Like, I think six years is what she was thinking, and they'd give her 25. Yeah. But I think he'd done that to see if they could make her talk. Yeah. But they nobody talked. Nobody. And just a little, just another thing I want to talk about, Dale, is uh, Ronald. At the time Haley went missing, he got some time off from work from this bridge company. Yeah. Yeah. I guess to help look for Haley, do what he needed to do. Right. And he never went back to work. No. He never showed back up at work, and they were giving him time off to be able to do this. And he was bragging to his buddies how much money he was making off of this. Yeah, said that when he, you know, he got back from that trip uh, when he went to New York. When he got back, as soon as he got back, he went. Um, he, he went, went down to Tampa Bay and got a tattoo. Or some kind of tattoo, and he said, uh, and all the people who were around him down there said he, he never really mentioned his little girl missing, but he sure mentioned how much money he was making off off the stuff. Yeah. So well, I guess he thought this is his new career move. Mm-hmm. And he would go in restaurants and stuff and expect free meals. Yeah, from the grieving, the grieving dad. Yeah. And he never went back to the bridge company. No. Finally, finally they fired him they gave him as much time as he could they finally just had to let yeah. him go because he, he wouldn't come back he never even went back to go like well I, I'm going to try it and then you know act like it was killing him can I know. have more time off yeah um, but, <laughs> he just didn't go back yeah yeah lots of strength so it lets you know what kind of people we're dealing with here yeah exactly yeah and I hate this for Haley because it's just it's really really bad yeah what well, about Junior he's still in that mess so yeah, I don't know what happened to Ronald Jr. I don't, you know, family member has him or um, social service or what. Right. I hope I hope he's in a foster home instead of yeah. these these people he's kin to. Yeah, get the hell out of here. Yeah, every one of them is bad news, man. But yeah, right now Misty is still in prison. Ronald's still in prison. So you know her brother's in prison too, isn't he? Yeah, and they're not getting out anytime soon. Right. But you know, if anybody knows anything. They're, they can call the Putnam County Sheriff's Office. Um, their number is on their website, but their number is 386-329-0801. We want everybody to weigh in. Let us know what you think about it. So what do you think happened, Donnie? I don't know. I think this this cousin of Misty's, this Joe Overstreet, I think they were there at the home that night. They were all partying. Yeah. And... They something happened, and I don't know if Haley got hurt. Maybe he accidentally took some drugs. I don't know. I don't know if they and they got rid of her. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the theories that, that Haley overdosed on some drugs she found, but I don't. I don't buy that one. I don't think any of these people had enough drugs they was going to leave laying around, you know, for a kid to come grab up, you know, off the table or something because you know whatever they were doing, but. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like you. I think some stuff is going on. I think they're all, even they're partying. I mean, there's other other theories about that. Even that uh, she took the kids to a party, but she didn't have a car. No. So somebody would have to come and take her and the kids to yeah. a party, which that doesn't really make sense to me on a Tuesday night party. We're going to take the kids and go out to a party. So that that theory don't really float with me. Could well, you got to remember who you're dealing with. Well, that's true. 
nobody's working so yeah but you know she'd have to take ronald jr too yeah so i'm saying both the kids and yeah. had said if somebody could have to come pick them up i think something happened in that that trailer that night and and they something happened to haley yeah say so what if uh there was all partying and no uh creepy cousin overstreet there decided to jump on misty again and Maybe Haley was coming and tried to protect her, and he smacked her down, maybe and hit her head and killed her or something. Could have. Yeah, or some, some I don't know. I'm kind of way out in left field with this. But, and then they uh, decide to, they're just going to, she goes in the bedroom with a little boy, and they take care of whatever they need to do and go to see the alligators is what I'm thinking. But just to clarify this, Misty has told so many stories and so many scenarios, I don't think they believe anything she says at this point. No, because even when she was in jail, she told them a story. Actually, she told them that, you know, he did it, this this Overstreet guy, and where it was. And they went down there, and they couldn't find anything to where she was telling them where stuff was. And then she, on the way back to the jail, she said, never mind, I made it all up anyway. So anytime she, they do believe her, she turns around and tells them she's lying, even if she, who knows if she is or not. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know either, man. It, it, it baffles me. But I, I just hate it for that poor little girl. I hate it for Ronald Jr. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, they just been – but the, fam, the rest of the family, it's white trash, man. They're just, they're just bad people. They really are. Mm. They're trying to bark a bad name at you. Yeah. That's it. Almost as bad as a crack house. <laughs> you're trying to bark famous, baby. Yeah. All right. That is uh, Haley Cummins. I mean, there's there's a lot more details to that. You can you can dive into it and read all the theories, and but weigh in and let us know what you think. Yeah, that's just the, the brunt of it. Yep. You can go through all of them, criminal history and records, on and on and on and on. Yeah, they got them. Yeah. And there's one other thing that. Uh, oh, we left out the part where the, the marriage didn't last for six months and they got divorced. They <laughs> so. did get divorced. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they said it was due to stress over the publicity of Haley and all yeah. that. But just another little side note, before Haley went missing, uh, Ronald was set to be arrested for some drug charges. Yep. And uh, they held off on the the rest because of the Haley disappearing, hoping that, you know, he would help. He'll lead. find a girl. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was getting ready to get busted, and they waited. Yeah, so it just shows you. I mean, it shows you what kind of people they are. Yep, sad, sad. Yep. All right. We're going to get out of here, Dale. Okay. We want everyone to be safe, be careful, and always be aware of your surroundings. Because the next episode could be about you. This is The The Crack Crack House Chronicles. Chronicles.